Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, February 17, 2016. Court Debt Collection. Issue, this issue review provides background and historical information regarding the collection of outstanding court debt, highlights current collection efforts and revenues received, and details law changes made during the 2015 legislative session. This document is an update of an issue review published by the Legislative Services Agency, or LSA, in March 2014. Affected agencies, Judicial Branch, Department of Administrative Services, or DAS, Department of Revenue, Department of Transportation, County Attorneys and Treasurers, Code Authority, Iowa Code Sections 8A.504, 232.142, 272D, 321.210A, 321.210B, 321A, .32A, and 321J.17. Background. Court debt consists of unpaid fines, penalties, court costs, fees, forfeited bail, surcharges under Iowa Code Chapter 911. Victim restitution. Court appointed attorney fees or expenses for a public defender ordered pursuant to Iowa Code Section 815.9, indigent defense. Fees charged pursuant to Iowa Code Section 356.7, county sheriff room and board, or Iowa Code Section 904.108, Department of Corrections. Court debt is paid to the clerk of the district court. If no case number is provided, payments are applied to the oldest debt first. Debts are paid in the following priority order. 1. Restitution for victims of crime. 2. Fines, penalties, criminal penalty surcharge, and law enforcement initiative surcharge. 3. Crime Victim Compensation Fund. And 4. Court costs, including correctional fees, court-appointed attorney fees, and public defender expenses. The General Assembly enacted Senate File 2428, the Delinquent Debt Collection Act, in 2008, and Senate File 2383, the Debt Collection Act, in 2010. Both acts made various changes to existing debt collection programs and created new programs, including instituting a court debt amnesty program administered by the Iowa Department of Revenue from September 1, 2010 through November 30, 2010. Debt amnesty was granted to 13,511 applicants involving 25,442 cases, and a total of $3.4 million was collected with an additional $3.4 million forgiven. The total direct cost of the program was $616,000 and a net total of $2.8 million was deposited in the state general fund. There have been and continue to be a myriad of programs for collecting outstanding court debt. The following table outlines the various programs. Debt collection programs. Program. Income tax and vendor offsets. Statutory authority. 8A.504, 99D.28. Collector, Department of Administrative Services. Revenue deposited. State General Fund. A $7 administrative fee is added and retained by the DAS to offset the cost of the program. Program, Centralized Collection Unit, CCU. Statutory Authority, 602.8107, 421.17, subsection 27, 321.210A, 321.210B. Collector, Department of Revenue. Revenue deposited. Revenue is collected by the CCU and transferred to the Judicial Branch for deposit in the State General Fund. The CCU retains the 10% add-on fee to help offset costs of administering the program. The CCU is no longer collecting outstanding court debt as of June 30, 2015. Program, Judicial Branch Clerk of Court Set-Off. Statutory Authority, 602.8103, Subsection 6. Collector, Judicial Branch. Revenue Deposit, State General Fund. 
Program, County Treasurer Vehicle Registrations. Statutory Authority, 321.40, subsection 4, 321.40, subsection 9. Collector, County Treasurer, Revenue Deposited. The County Clerk of Court notifies the County Treasurer of the failure to pay court debt. The Treasurer places a hold on the vehicle registration of the defendant and the individual must pay the entire debt to the court or enter into a payment plan with the county attorney or CCU before the treasurer can release the hold so the individual can renew their vehicle registration. The money goes to the judicial branch and is applied through the county attorney formula if paid to them or to the general fund if paid through the CCU or the courts. County treasurers can add a $5 fee for collection under Iowa Code Section 321.152 subsection 3 for deposit in the county general fund. Program, County Attorney Collection Program, Statutory Authority, 602.8107, 321.210A, 321.210B, Collector, County Attorneys. Revenue deposited, 60% of the revenue is deposited in the State General Fund and 40% of the revenue is maintained by the counties for deposit in the County General Fund. Once the threshold is met, the State receives 48% and the counties receive 52%. Program, Professional Licensing, Statutory Authority, 272D, Collector, Department of Revenue, Revenue Deposited, State General Fund. Program, Private Debt Collector, Statutory Authority, 602.8107, Collector, Debt Collection Agency, Revenue Deposited. Revenue is deposited with the Judicial Branch for deposit in the State General Fund. The private debt collector retains the 25% add-on fee to help offset the costs of administering the program. Court debt since fiscal year 1998. Outstanding court debt has grown considerably since fiscal year 1998. The total debt outstanding at the end of fiscal year 2015 was $682.2 million. Debt increased by 1.6% from fiscal year 2014 to fiscal year 2015. This is less than previous years. This may be attributed to court efforts to remove debt owed by deceased persons and because total case filings in general have decreased. Current court debt by type. Of the total outstanding court debt owed to the state, $490.3 million, 71.9%, is criminal debt and $155.8 million, or 22.8%, is traffic debt. Debt up to one year old accounts for $89.3 million or 13.1% of the total and debt 10 years or older accounts for $198.6 million or 29.1%. These numbers do not reflect restitution because that is paid to the victims and not to the state of Iowa. The following table shows current collection rates by case type. Case type, felonies, collection rate 9.2%. Case type, aggravated misdemeanor, collection rate 12.4%, case type serious misdemeanor, collection rate 18.8%, case type simple misdemeanor, collection rate 24.2%, case type operating while intoxicated, collection rate 16.8%, case type DARE surcharge, collection rate 26.9%, case type law enforcement initiative surcharge, collection rate 22.5%, case type municipal infractions, collection rate 36.5%, case type criminal penalty surcharge, collection rate 50.8%, and case type scheduled violations including speeding, collection rate 80.4%. DARE is the abbreviation for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Higher fine amounts tend to result in lower collection rates. Previous role of the Centralized Collection Unit or CCU. 
The CCU is housed in the Department of Revenue and is a self-supporting centralized debt collection program for state agencies. It charges for all direct and indirect costs that are allowable for CCU activities. The CCU collects debt for the Department of Revenue Tax Receivables, the Department of Human Services Child Support Recovery Unit, and the Department of Natural Resources. Iowa Code Section 421.17, subsection 27, paragraph H, requires quarterly reporting to the Legislative Fiscal Committee, the Legislative Services Agency, and the chairs and ranking members of the Administration and Regulation Appropriations Subcommittee regarding the implementation of the Centralized Debt Collection Program. The CCU began collecting court debt in 1996, but as of July 1, 2015, is no longer collecting debt for the judicial branch because of changes made in Senate File 510, the Standing Appropriations Act, enacted during the 2015 legislative session. For judicial branch debt, the CCU added a 10% fee to each account to cover collection costs, personnel accounting, data processing, auto dialer, collection software updates, and printing. Since fiscal year 2005, the percentage of debt collected was 24.6% of debt placed. Debt collection timeline prior to Senate File 510. Prior to the passage of Senate File 510, debt was placed with the CCU 30 days after being assessed if it had not been paid or placed in a payment plan with the county clerk of court. 60 days after that, the county attorney could file a notice of full commitment to have the debt assigned to them for collection. After one year, if the debt had not been assigned to the county attorney and the debt was not in an established payment plan with the CCU, the debt was turned over to a private debt collector. Current System for Court Debt Collection Senate File 510 made several changes to the collection of outstanding court debt, most notably eliminating the CCU from a debt collection role. Court debt is still deemed delinquent if not paid within 30 days of assessment or 30 days after an installment payment is due. Rather than paying debt with the CCU, it is assigned to a private debt collector if it has not been paid or entered into a payment plan with the county clerk. The county attorney can still file a notice of commitment after 90 days to collect the debt. Private Debt Collector Senate File 510 changed the process of court debt collecting by eliminating the role of the CCU and after the debt is 30 days old, the law now requires that it be sent to a private debt collector. The act also allows the private debt collector to charge a collection fee of up to 25% of the total debt in addition to the total debt owed. An initial contract was signed for the period of December 1, 2010 to June 30, 2012 with Leinbarger, Grogan, Blair, and Sampson LLP, a law firm in Kansas City, Missouri. The contract allows the judicial branch to grant up to three one-year extensions. At the end of the third extension, June 30, 2015, the contract was continued on a month-to-month -month basis. The Judicial Branch will not issue a new request for proposals, or RFP, for debt collection until after the close of the 2016 legislative session. Leinbarger began collecting debt in July 2011. Since then, $406.1 million has been placed with Leinbarger, and they have collected 17 $0.6 million, or 4.3% through June 30, 2015. Debt is easiest to collect in the first two years of assessment, and prior to June 30, 2015, a full year would have elapsed before outstanding debt was assigned to the private debt collector. Of the current $682.2 million in debt, $152.8 million, or 22.4%, is two years old or less. The following shows the amount collected by Leinbarger. 
Fiscal year 2012, $3.2 million. Fiscal year 2013, $4.5 million. Fiscal year 2014, $4.9 million. Fiscal year 2015, $5.1 million. And fiscal year 2016 through September 30th, $3 million. Collection by county attorney. The county attorneys began collecting court debt in 1992. Under the current formula, the state receives 60% and the counties retain 40% of the debt collected. After a threshold based on county population is met, the state receives 48% and the counties receive 52% of the debt collected. County attorney debt collection statistics include county population greater than $150,000, three counties participated. County population 100000 to $150,000, $400,000, three counties participated. County population 50000 to $100,000, $250,000, three counties participated. County population 26000 to $50,000, $100,000, 12 counties participated. County population 15000 to $26,000, $50,000, 13 counties participated. Population less than or equal to $15,000, $25,000, 15 counties participated. And no participation, 50 counties. County attorneys must annually submit a notice of full commitment containing a list of procedures initiated by them to collect debt for all cases assigned to the county for collection by the court. Senate File 2383 established a minimum threshold of $25,000 for a county to participate in the collection program. Debt from counties that do not meet the $25,000 threshold will remain with the private debt collector. Counties that fall below the threshold can reapply with the judicial branch to re-enter the program the following year. Counties are also permitted to form Iowa Code Chapter 28E agreements for debt collections. In those cases, the threshold is determined by the largest county participating in the agreement. To date, the following 28E agreements are in place, Decatur, Fremont, Ringgold, and Taylor counties, O'Brien and Cherokee counties, and Tama and Benton counties. For fiscal year 2015, a total of $16.6 million was collected through the county attorney program. Of this amount, $8.6 million was deposited with the state and $8 million was deposited with the counties. County attorney debt collections for the past three years are shown. County attorneys do not receive any portion of funds collected for victim restitution. The Victim Compensation Fund, the Criminal Penalty Surcharge, the Drug Abuse Surcharge, the Law Enforcement Surcharge, the County Enforcement Surcharge, the $200 Department of Transportation Civil Penalty, set off procedures under Iowa Code Section 8A.504 or Sheriff's Fees. Attachment A is a map of Iowa representing county attorney collection participation by county. County attorney Court collections, fiscal year 2013, $16.4 million, state $8.5 million, county attorneys $7.9 million. Fiscal year 2014, total collected $16.3 million, state $8.4 million, county attorneys $7.9 million. Fiscal year 2015, total collected $16.6 million, state $8.6 million, and county attorneys $8.0 million. Judicial offsets. The Department of Administrative Services, or DAS, operates the Income Tax and Vendor Offset Program. Money recovered through this program is returned to the respective department or agency and applied to the various funding sources. The DAS collects funds monthly through Income Tax Offset, Vendor Offset, Lottery Winnings, and Casino and Racetrack Winnings. Anyone with winnings of at least $1,200 is verified prior to payout to determine that the person does not have any outstanding debt owed to the State of Iowa. 
the DAS charges an additional $7 to the debtor for each offset held, and it is used to cover expenses for the offset program. County Treasurer Restitution Through Vehicle Registration State law requires the county treasurer to refuse to renew a vehicle registration when the owner owes unpaid fines and court fees. Once the debt is paid, the county treasurer allows renewal of the registration. Payment is permitted at the county treasurer's office rather than the clerk of court. A $5 processing fee is paid to the county treasurer and deposited in the county general fund. This program includes all debt, including civil cases such as dissolutions, probate, small claims, and other unpaid court costs due to the state. In fiscal year 2014 and fiscal year 2015, a total of $267,617 and $268,339 was collected respectively. Professional licensing. The CCU is also required to notify licensees of non-renewal unless their outstanding court debt is paid. Most state agencies send monthly or quarterly files to the CCU to keep them current with active licenses. Each week a list of active licenses is run to match all court debt collection cases that exceed $1,000 and warning letters are sent out on any new matches. In fiscal year 2015, there were 9,963 total matches, including 3,054 warning letters sent and 6,909 license sanctions requested. Findings. The Michigan Trial Court Collection Standards and Guidelines from July 2007 state that court collections programs should be designed with several goals in mind. Hold defendants accountable for their actions. Improve the enforcement of court judgments. Reduce judicial and clerical efforts required to collect court-ordered financial obligations. Ensure prompt disbursement of court collections to receiving agencies and individuals and achieve timely case processing. The state of Iowa uses many of the practices recommended by the National Center for State Courts and practiced in other states, eliminating the CCU from the debt collection process and turning over debt to private collectors after just 30 days from the original court date due creates new issues to consider. A private debt collector can charge and retain an additional 25% of the outstanding debt. This could create more of a burden to a population with insufficient resources to settle court debt for a variety of reasons. Private debt collectors can also possibly resort to heavy-handed tactics. Collection of outstanding court debt should not be viewed as applying additional punishment that would eclipse the initial goal of compliance with court judgments. It is important for fines, penalties, court costs, fees, forfeited bail, and surcharges to be paid as quickly as possible. The longer the delay, the less likely it is that the defendant will pay. Judicial support is necessary for an early successful collection program, and the court should encourage immediate payment beginning at adjudication. Developing the expectation and practice that at least partial payment must be remitted immediately should be accomplished across all judicial districts. The more collection that is completed at the local level earliest in the process means less cost is extended at a later date for collection. Court leaders may want to look at establishing a fine collection task force to set goals for increasing collections at the very start of the process to free up resources, time, and effort in the long term. There is a financial incentive for the county attorneys to claim unpaid court debt since the counties receive 40% of the court debt collected through this mechanism, 52% after the county has reached a threshold based upon county population. County attorneys are currently holding approximately $690 million in court debt restitution owed and amounts owed to cities and counties. Much of this is being held on the speculation that they will be able to collect it at a later date with no current ongoing efforts to achieve collection. Often, 
after adjudication, county attorneys will encourage defendants to delay making payment until they are approached by the county at a later date to establish a payment plan, as then there will be no additional collection costs added to the amount outstanding. The practice encourages non-payment early in the process when it is usually the easiest to receive payment. It may be useful to enact legislation that limits the amount of time counties can maintain uncontrolled debt to encourage county attorneys to take action to collect the debt sooner rather than later. Also, 50 counties did not participate in debt collection during fiscal year 2015. The Judicial Branch and the County Attorneys Association should take additional steps to inform and train those counties on the benefits of entering into this program. If they are a small county with limited resources, assistance in establishing 28E agreements with other counties might be helpful. Of the total $682.2 million in court debt, $197.8 million, or 29%, is more than 10 years old. A portion of that is owed to individuals serving life sentences in the Iowa prison system with limited opportunities to earn a wage to pay back the debt owed. At the present time, it is not known how much of the debt is held by life sentence inmates. It may be worthwhile to determine what this amount is and remove it from expected collections. Iowa Code Section 602.8107, subsection 6, requires the judicial branch to close the case file and write off the debt that is uncollectible after 65 years. The judicial branch has recently undertaken the process of identifying outstanding debt of deceased individuals and removing it from the system. Another option to consider is a court debt amnesty program. The last court debt amnesty program was authorized in 2010. The program permitted forgiveness of 50% of the debt if 50% was paid in a lump sum for debt that was more than four years old. Debt amnesty was granted to 13,511 applicants involving 25,442 cases and a total of $3.4 million was collected with an additional $3.4 million forgiven or $6.8 million total. With the legislative changes undertaken for fiscal year 2016, further monitoring of the incoming revenues and collection issues resulting from those changes should be done by the Judicial Branch and the LSA. This issue review will be updated if and when further legislation is enacted, modifying the current process of court debt collection. The staff contact for this issue review is Alice Folk Weisner, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. To view all charts, graphs, forms, and other text documents, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and open the LSA Publications tab at the top. Click on Fiscal Analysis on the left. Then under Fiscal Publications, click on Issue Reviews.